gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Good morning, folks. It's Thursday. This is Three Dudes with a View. This is our last show of the week tomorrow morning inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. Uh, for those of you who want to watch us, uh, you can go to our webpage and click on the right places. You can see the video of our broadcast here today. If you want to catch uh, past episodes, the uh, podcast of Three Dudes with a View, those are also available on our website. It's frontporchradiotn.com or just Type WKOM or WKRM into your browser, and it'll get you there. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, has just parked the bus. How are you, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. I guess it's time to get the jackets out, huh? Time to get the jackets out. Time to turn the heat on, probably. It's going to rain, get chilly, cold, probably. Yeah, folks, check your heaters, though. Make sure you check them so you don't start a fire. A lot of stuff can build up in those heaters over the summer, you know? Yeah, yeah, it it, it is dangerous, so please be careful. That You know, it seems like we always get a number of fires this time of year when people are turning their heat back on, uh, and uh, you just got to be careful about that. Clayton, you took your third-grade son, Thomas, yesterday to uh, a field trip. What was it? Uh, yes, sir. We went to the historic uh, Mansker Station, uh, which is uh, just off the interstate up there in Gillettsville. And uh, it, it's it's like a tiny, tiny, tiny version of something you would see at Colonial Williamsburg. Um, they have a blacksmith. They have a, a, another, a young lady who's like a teacher that kind of takes you on tours. And they split the group up in twos and, uh, and in, into two big groups. And uh, it was a good time, though. It was a really, really, really good time. And I was actually just uh, looking at some of the pictures that uh, I took yesterday with some of the kids. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Very, very good time. So I uh, was very appreciative to be able to go on that. I thought it was going to be Friday and was notified Tuesday night that it was yesterday. So, But it was good. It was hey. really good. Uh, go. That's a good trip for a young person, Clayton. Uh, just like when I went to Boston, I went to – the a center that had the old colonial settlements, you know, and they had the huts and the fires and the discussions and stuff. It was quite interesting. Yes, yes, sir. I, I, the kids had a really good time, and I tell you, the most uh, fascinating thing to me, and I'm sure it was to the uh, to the blacksmith and the other people who were there working, right. <clears throat> was when they would ask these kids questions. You remember they're, they're third graders when they're asking them some of these questions that. I guarantee you most third grade classes are not answering. Those kids are. It was really incredible uh, how well-versed they were into uh, that time period at such a young age. Was, did they use the colonial dialect, Clayton? Uh, they did not. They did not. They were, they were not They were not that authentic, you know. Um, right. So. But it was still yeah, really, cool. still really, the, the, you know, I, I really think they enjoyed seeing the blacksmith, you know, make yeah. nails and things like that. So, yeah, my my wife got a little upset because everywhere we went, 
There was John Brown and wife and children. Never mentioned the wife's name. Never oh. mentioned the children's <laughs> name. And she said, ah, 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 that's not right. And I mean, they had etched in different replicas up there. John Brown, Ben White, and his wife and children. No mention of the wife at all. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think she's right. She was right. Uh, yeah, it's time to recognize this women. They're not just Mrs. Somebody. Yeah. Uh, they're, 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 they're people in their own right. All right, folks, I don't know where to talk about first, but I, yeah, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, the state of affairs in the uh, Tennessee legislature, Tennessee politics, Governor Lee. <laughs> Another All right, clown show. Another clown show. <laughs> and where do you say that is? That's in Tennessee. <laughs> well, I'm not aware of what's going on here. I, maybe they, I'm. They, they got a big push to not take education money. Got a whole committee studying it, and all that 1.8 billion dollars. They also got a lawsuit. Ben Crump is on the TSU lawsuit too, Delk. I guess you know that. Try to get TSU paid. Well, you know, I want to get Scott Specky back about that. You got him started on that the other day, and I, I, I went back to the subject we were on at the moment, and I can't remember what that was now. But uh, we did not finish our discussion about what's going on at TSU, and and uh, Scott talked briefly about severe mismanagement uh, and the legislature wanting that to be addressed before they gave him additional money. And like I told him, it, the same thing happened down at Gramlin in Louisiana. They accused Gramlin year after year after year of mismanagement. But the proof's in the pudding in Tennessee. They, The federal government sends land-grant money, and Tennessee is supposed to match it, and they don't match it. And that's how they get in their surplus, you know. So now the, it, it's it's time time to pay the piper. Well, if it all goes out the back door in suitcases, I understand what the legislature is talking about. So, you know, I don't know. Well, that. they don't know where it goes. It's a lot of allegations. They have no proof of any of that. Well, we'll see. In the meantime, though, what I was talking about is, I, you know, I am going to criticize our, and, you know, and, and just because I'm going to criticize them doesn't mean I'm not still with them. I mean, you know, as Ronald Reagan said. Oh, we know you die hard. We know you die hard. Well, as Ronald Reagan said, we only got to be together 80% of the time. But uh, Cameron Sexton and the uh, and the legislature as a whole, the Republican legislature, the Republican members, just really mishandled, I think, in my opinion, what went on uh, this summer. Uh, and Justin Jones has now, I believe it's Justin Jones, has filed a lawsuit against the Assembly for his expulsion. I'm not sure that lawsuit's going anywhere. I've really not heard of any lawsuits being successful where a, a legislative body performs according to its rules, administrative functions, and then there's uh, a redress to the courts by those who might be aggrieved of the administrative functions of a legislative body. I, I just I've never heard of such a lawsuit being successful. I think probably the purpose of the lawsuit is just to get more publicity, which they did, which he did, which Justin Jones, Justin Jones did. Now, let me say this, and you know, this is going to be the last time I mentioned Gloria Johnson's name, I think. You can, Mr. York, all you want. Yeah, we're going to have her on the show. 
Well, if you want to have her on, I'd be delighted. And I'll, I'll, I will step back and let you interview her and, you know, make sure she gets a fair hearing here on this show. You but, can give a fair hearing. Aren't you none partial? Well, I, you know, in my opinion, uh, Gloria Johnson is, is a looney tune. I mean, a real looney tune. And, and that's, that's where I really start this discussion because six years ago, <laughs> Phil Bredesen ran against uh, Marsha Blackburn. Now, say what you will about Phil Bredesen. He's a Democrat, but uh, he he was the real deal. He was a quite capable, quite uh, serious uh, candidate uh, and, and would have been a very capable senator. He just would have been supporting uh, Chuck Schumer instead of uh, Mitch McConnell. And I know a lot of Republicans who supported Bredesen when he was governor that voted for him. So... Yeah, Brennison was a serious candidate, but he fast forward six years later. Gloria Johnson is a looney tune arising from the uh, hippie uh, trash dump of Fort Sanders in Knoxville. And uh, she and she's just you said a the same tune. thing about Ogles. You said he was a what, what? What's the name you gave Ogles? Can't remember. And anyway, <laughs> the uh, so here we are, though. I mean, Justin Jones and. Justin Pearson and uh, Gloria Johnson, the Tennessee Three, are just absolute looney tunes. Far left, you know, and I've and, and Heidi Campbell runs with them, and I, she tried to act like she was a centrist moderate when, when she, <laughs> and now the, she's been surprised. She blew up, I think, over not giving uh, sex change operations to minors and all that. You know, just. Far left, extreme far left, Looney Tune, and exposed since the, since she was defeated in her bid to uh, what what was she running for, Clayton? I can't remember. Well, she just ran for mayor. She ran for mayor in Nashville. No, Nashville. she she was on with us when she was running for uh, oh the fifth district. Yeah, she ran yeah, against, yeah, 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 yeah. against Ogles. Right, right, right. Oh, I got the name you call Ogles Slitherer. I I don't remember that. Yeah, you called him a slitherer, and then you got converted. So you might be converted on Gloria Johnson. I doubt it. <laughs> but uh, you know, the thing is, Andy has. Uh, I, I said I would judge him. I, you know, I, I I didn't support him in the primary. That's true. But once he was the nominee, I'm a team player, and I said I would judge him if he was elected based on what he did. What he voted for, what he voted against, and so far I've got no complaints and nothing but praise, based on the fact that I think he has represented well the will of the fifth district, and that's all I judge him by. Well, what has Marsha Blackburn brought to the table, Dell, over the years as a senator in Tennessee? What has she done that's impacted the lives significantly in Tennessee? Well, I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. That VA, uh, the VA center we've got now, which is out in the old Columbia Mall or Shady Brook Mall or whatever it's called these days, it's a very large, uh, well-staffed healthcare facility. And she she's on the Veterans Committee, I think, the Veterans. And, yeah, but she didn't come up with that idea. I mean, that was done during Obama administration. She, she made it her priority for years to get that thing built. And when she was in town not too long ago, uh, we went out and toured it together. And it's a very impressive facility. And without the pressure 
that she put all the VA and whatever administration it got built she under. She didn't put no pressure on no VA. That was an Obama idea. It might have and, been an Obama idea. And she but, may have voted for it, but she's just one vote. It sure didn't come for her, Benny Brain. A, a single senator has got a lot of sway on things like that. And uh, they were very solicitous of her when she came in the door and very much recognized that uh, she had been very helpful in getting that uh, VA facility established to treat veterans right here in Columbia and southern Middle Tennessee. So, I mean, that's you want an example. There's one. The other example is, though, she's just not supported Chuck Schumer. And that's all people of the state of Tennessee really care about is we, we don't want anybody in the Senate who answers to Chuck Schumer. So, you know, that that's uh, that's dumb. Well, it's not dumb. It's because Sch- Chuck Schumer is the majority leader. Well, he's dangerous, far left, looney tune. And uh, mm, mm, mm. So we don't well, want don't know, want to support him. You got a bunch of far rights over there in the house now. Don't be calling people too many Looney Tunes. You got a bunch of well, Looney Tunes city the Tennessee, over there in the house. The Tennessee Looney Tunes. Uh, we're about to have to take a break, or we're getting closer. Yeah, but the Tennessee Looney Tunes. Now, what happened this summer, though, of course, is, uh, and I'm just going to tell you uh, that. Uh, so first, contrast. Phil Bredesen with Gloria Johnson. Just see how far the Democratic Party has fallen. I mean, it's just <laughs> pathetic. Bill, you got to realize things have changed in this country. Politics has changed. The world doesn't stay the same, and it doesn't revert back to some well, era that you wish for. That's the, not going to happen the anymore. The Democratic Party descended into you better just embrace far, the future. The better the, embrace the future. The Democratic Party of Tennessee just descending into far leftist Looney Tunes. Uh, well, that's the future. That's the present. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MemsModernLandscape.com. That's MemsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. All right, we're back. 
Three Dudes with a View, Thursday edition. Tomorrow morning, this time, this channel, Inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. And we'll be back with you on Monday. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. All right. I'm talking about the train wreck this summer in the Tennessee legislature surrounding the special session called to deal with whatever it was, the Covenant School, gun violence, whatever. Uh, you know, first of all, and I'm, I'm, what starts my discussion is the is the degradation, uh, the, the, the dissent of the Democratic Party of Tennessee from Phil Bredesen to Gloria Johnson, from a respectable, capable uh, person for all seasons to Gloria Johnson, who's a looney tune arising from the hippie dome of Fort Sanders in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, her and the stray cats that <laughs> occupy that district up there. Uh, and I know that because I lived there when I was in college. Uh, it's just a bohemian na- neighborhood. You, you were a hippie when you lived when you went to college. It's a bohemian neighborhood uh, up there with lots of. You didn't answer cats. the question, Del. Were you a hippie when you went to college up there? No, no I wouldn't say that. But I had a good time. Uh, <laughs> you were right in there with the rest of them. I, all right, all right. I'll I'll break. I'll tell you about Fort Sanders. Uh, I've never heard of this place. I, it's just it's right there uh, across what's that main drag? Um, Cumberland. Yeah, it's just right there on the hill. I mean, it's it, the the great thing about it is you could walk to school. You know, it was like okay. it was two blocks off the campus. You know, and uh, but it's just an old you know old houses that have been cut up into apartments and that kind of thing. You know, and uh, all right, now I'll bite on this one, but so. Uh, I went up there looking for a place to live, you know, and there was a fellow who had a, he, he had, he and three others had rented a house up there as an undergraduate in Fort Sanders. And it was, uh, you know, just an old house. It had, uh, you know, had to, you had to shovel coal in the furnace to, to, uh, get the heat on. There's no air conditioning, you know, and it had a, uh, you know, it had four bedrooms and it, it was, the bathrooms just had the old tubs with claw feet, you know, and so there were no showers. So, and the fellow's name was Rob Lawson, and I can't, I don't know whether he's still alive, still practicing law down in Chattanooga or, or whatever, but it, so all of his undergraduate roommates had moved out. So he had three vacant rooms, and so he, you know, was making those available to us as incoming first-year law school students and uh, you know there were three of us who were two in the house and he was showing it to us and we were thinking about moving in and so he takes us down into the basement and what they had done down there was to there you know it was a concrete floor and a drain down there and so they had just tapped into the to the hot and cold pipes down there uh to make a makeshift shower and had, you know, just had strung, strung you know, uh, shower curtains from the ceiling and, and what have you. And uh, we were looking at that shower. And I can't remember which one of us said it. I said, said Rob, that's a, that's a big shower. And he had sort of a country accent. Rob goes, yeah. 
said you can get almost 17 people in it. (laughs) (laughs) How many times did y'all do that, Del? I'm not sure we ever tried to break that record. You got 15 and a half. Yeah, but that's the kind of neighborhood Fort Sanders is. Okay. And uh, so there you go. That's from where Gloria is. Well, you were a participant, and now you're bashing it. You were a participant. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was young. But so at any rate, contrast Gloria Johnson with Phil Bredesen. There's no comparison. She's not serious. She's a loony teen. She's uh, not capable of serious thought, discussion, formulating uh, policy. She's just a rabble rouser, a yeller. She knows it. I mean, she's going to get a lot of media attention, but, I mean, she's not going to win. She's not going to win. She's gaslighting. You don't know that. Don't call Uh, call the chickens before they hatch. But but let me go on to my next thing, though. If not for the governor and the legislature, Nobody would have ever heard of Gloria Johnson, Justin Pearson, or Justin Jones. They would be on these far-left Tennessee websites that nobody ever looks at. Correct. And nobody would have ever heard of them. Correct. But the governor, yeah, Clay's just over here nodding his head. So the governor calls a special session, and these guys just get geared up to get PR, you know, and so they... Uh, they, I don't think the governor called a special session when this happened. I, the, 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 no, it wasn't a special session. Oh, yeah, the, the expulsion regular, happened regular. before. All right, they well, went into a session. They uh, they came back. Was the, didn't they come back to the do expulsion that? happened yeah. back during the regular session? All right, so let, let's get my facts in order. But it doesn't change. Right, it doesn't change my criticism any. Delk, so, we talked. I mean, to, we talked about it on the show back no, then. No, I mean what the what. The speaker and the legislature and the and the house should have done at that point is maybe give them a censure or take them off the committee yeah. and had it done very quietly. Yet, so they expel them and they become national news. They're up there, you know, visiting Joe Biden. They're raising millions of campaign dollars, and all because of the the they wanted attention. And Cameron Sexton and the legislature by expelling them just fell right into the trap. Let me mention something. People don't understand that when you become elected official and you are part of a body, every member has the same level of authority, except when you make a chairman. A chairman presides, like Scott Sapickney. He's the chairman of his education. Education group. subcommittee, yeah. Yeah, but he's just a chairman. He conducts the meeting. He doesn't have more power than anybody else, except we've taken this out of context, and now people kind of go along with what the chairman says. It's not necessary. And the power that someone wields is how they use that power determines what kind of leadership they are. And, and, and what we've seen in Republicans, they simply just can't, have power because they go to the extreme every time. Well, I'm not. What just happened the other day? You know, well, you know, you were talking about the U.S. Congress. The the Tennessee legislature has Tennessee legislature. Sexton is a bully. Sexton doesn't adhere to any leadership principles. Tennessee legislature has done great things for this state. We are and we are uh, well run. We uh, have uh, fiscal surpluses. 
uh, we provide the services we need to provide, and we get it done on time and on budget. And Why do we have 300,000 people that are helped? In a help desk. Oh well, yeah, right. That, you tell me about it. I don't you tell it. me how good Quit you're changing running the subject. when, when three hundred thousand people Tennessee, are suffering. In in Tennessee, like said, brags about a budget and doesn't do anything. Oh about it. Lord, yours. You know, here you go with Gloria. But uh, and and I agree, though Tennessee is remarkably blessed with uh, its good government. Uh, sound fiscal res- fiscal uh, responsibility, uh, goods and services being delivered. We are remarkably blessed, and people people are moving here. Uh, oh gosh, uh, Clayton and I ran into this uh, young woman from Connecticut who had moved here. Yes, you could not believe how bad things were in Connecticut for her and her family, and they had moved to Giles County, just as she said, to find freedom. Right on the Alabama border. Yeah. yeah. and They come here with plenty of money because the price of property in Connecticut is probably much higher than Tennessee. They buy a mansion. They understand that they can live in an all right, isolated all right. community. The subject is what happened in the legislature this summer. And they bombed out. So, first of all, you know, the, the House and Speaker Sexton made the mistake of giving the Tennessee Three, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, and Gloria Johnson, giving them the attention that they wanted. You know, you know, Delk, and not only did they do that, okay, they ended up voting out the two African-Americans and not voting out Gloria Johnson at the end of the day, too. I mean, so it's dude, just like dude, mistake dude. after mistake, mistake I mean, after mistake. It, it was and, it's unbelievable. And and, uh, and you called it, Delk. I have to give you credit for that. You said that Justin Johnson and Pearson represented their constituency, and it made it even worse looking at when they went back and had to go through an, a reelection and won overwhelmingly. By you their know, constituents. I mean, but they should not have broken House rules, should not have disrupted uh, the proceedings in violation of the House rules. Correct. But, you know, perhaps the right remedy would just be to have the sergeant-at-arms take them back to their office for a, a four-hour timeout, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, Put them in the corner. Yeah. yeah. But, that, but that that shows you what kind of leadership you got on the side. All right, I'm not like I said. I'm I'm way over. I'm ninety percent with Speaker Sexton, but he screwed up this one. All right, so agreed. Yeah, Clayton agrees. And so fast forward to the special session of the legislature, and there there, there are a variety of cooks in this calamity. The governor calls a special session to address gun violence, and once again, though the 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 Republicans took the bait, you know, they, all right, Debbie Matthews, are you on here with us? I am. Good morning, everybody. Where are you? I, I am in Eastern North Carolina, again, sitting in a hayfield because my mother-in-law doesn't have internet service. So I'm trying to find a signal so I can be with y'all. I miss y'all so much. I miss home so much. How is your mother-in-law? She, um, she, uh, we got her out of Fayetteville, Cape Fear Memorial Hospital, and we've got her situated in um, a, a long-term care skilled nursing facility. Uh, but these nursing facilities right now have a rampant amount of COVID. So when we put her in there, we got her in Friday. You know, every day that we see her, we know that they may do a shutdown on these facilities because it's 
it's it's bad over here. So oh, wow. we're dealing with that right now. I'm hoping to be home and with y'all maybe Wednesday of next week. I'm hoping well, we can we, get there. But we, thank we you for letting me join. You. And of course, our prayers and thoughts go out to your mother-in-law. I appreciate that so much. And to Jason, if you don't mind, he needs them. We miss y'all and uh, we miss being home. I miss my dogs. I miss somebody hit my car, which was sitting out in front of my house. So it's been a, it's been a fun trip. I'm telling you. So um, anyway, so good to hear y'all's voices and it's an exciting time in politics, isn't it? I'm not sure that's the right word for it. (laughs) Interesting. Well, Well, we we all need to realize, and we and I think we, Delk and Clayton and I have been saying for at least three years that the house is on fire, right? The house is on fire, and we need people to be acting like it. And it's sort of funny because I'm sitting in North Carolina, where this Patrick McHenry guy that took over for uh, McCarthy, yeah, yeah, is from. He's the congressional guy over here, but he's a big bushy, you know, and. I, you know, I'm watching him slam this gavel in D.C. yesterday or day before, and I was like, I wish he had done that over the open borders. I wish I had seen him that angry about a $33 trillion debt. I want to see some emotion out of these people because the house is on fire and people need to start acting like it. So that's so you say he's, a, he's in the George Bush wing of the party. He was in he was he worked in the George Bush administration. Yep. Yep. Oh, those so, are the worst kind. They're worse than Democrats. Well, you got to remember, what I'm hearing now on the ground is when people, you start talking about the Republican Party, people say, I am not a GOP, I am a Republican. And as far as I'm concerned, the GOP, you know, is, is over because they have lost Republican values. It's a it's a big schism, guys. It's important. Y'all got to, to stop eating your own, Debbie. Y'all just well, destroy well, your own, own internal own, organization. Own have you heard the, the latest stuff? Jim? Our half half of our own is owned by the Democrats, and right, that is the owned claim? by the Cap- Democrats. Y'all got a wing of that party that's crazy bad dumb. Allegedly, want- Nancy Pelosi told yeah. McCarthy, "I got I got your back." She all- did. That's why she still had that deep seated office. Uh, and the, the word is that votes. he had made a backdoor deal for funding for uh, the Ukraine, and so guys. This we I do not want to go into a World War Three, and we're careening towards one. So let's act as if the house is on fire because it uh, is. McCarthy could have saved his job, but he was stuck on the right wing of not going to the Democrats and say, "Let's talk, let's let's cut a deal." I and he got he bashed for even and- wanting to cut a deal. <laughs> It so didn't, didn't come he through. destroyed. You all destroyed your own internal organization because you're all too right. proud to beg. All right, let's Listen, take a break. This come is back. how sausage gets made, and it's we're gonna ugly. Get back and to, we're going to get back to what's going on in Tennessee because okay, so we all finish that conversation. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. 
Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family-owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. If you have happy and you know it clap your hands if you're happy and you know it clap your hands if you're happy and you know it then your face will surely show it if you're happy and you know it clap your hands when you see the happy face on our truck you'll be smiling because you know that you're in luck when you fixed up and you know it healer solved it like you hoped it if you're happy and you know it shout it out Don't put off getting your oil changed, Columbia. Take 5 is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. Visit their newest location at 1203 South James Campbell Boulevard and take advantage of their $15 off grand opening special. That's right, $15 off any oil change, Columbia. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. They're faster than you think. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening.
Okay, we're back. Three dudes with a view. My name is Sel Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Let me give you a news bulletin. Biden administration waives federal laws to allow border wall construction in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I, I listened to Clayton and Debbie laugh. We don't believe it. Well, you don't believe it. I mean, what? Well, wait, you all you don't believe with the wall, Jim. Are you now saying it's okay to build a wall? Yeah, I thought well, wall he's not, years is he's bad not to build building a wall. a wall across the whole southern border. There's a certain part of Scott, Texas, in Scott County that needs some construction, so they're going to redo the construction. So walls do work. So, walls so, in do some work. in some instances, Can, they work perfectly mark, mark, around Obama's compound on the beach. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just don't. I don't believe he's going to build any wall. It's just a PR deal. Uh, yeah. I just don't believe it. Well, I mean, y'all be- said the border, maybe it's open at that spot. You know, y'all say the whole border is open. The whole border is not open. It's never been when open. When you start sending right, immigrants, right. I, you know, you start even, sending even Bill Clinton immigrants. is saying we got problems. Right, uh, right. I, yeah, but, yeah I, I mean, saw that. You can read the. It's, it's a know. complex problem, Dale, and the Democrats and Republicans, I keep saying this, need to sit down and get together and uh, come up with a solution. I'll, we I'll, have I'll, such brilliant minds in this country. And we can't stop what we call is illegal immigration. It, There's a problem. It, but you know what? We never stop the drugs either. Any of you We've who never believe stop drugs from getting here illegally. Any of you who believe that the Biden administration is going to build a hundred yards of wall, I got a prize bull that I want to sell you. <laughs> uh, That's right. Fine bull, fine bull. I mean, are you a really fine bull? <laughs> well, I think if he says he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Not like the other guy. A little, that little bony. He lied uh, left and right. Listen. We had the great. All right, Debbie Matthews, regular guest, dude. Great. How you doing? Hey, good morning, oh, guys. I, I I do have an announcement real quick before I forget. Um, the conservative Republicans of Murray County's next meeting is October twenty third, and we have Chadwick Moore, who is a Columbia native. Most of you all, I doubt you probably know him, but he's the authorized biographer for Tucker Carlson and wrote Tucker's biography, Tucker, and he's coming yeah. to talk about being a gay conservative. And how uh, the uh, the liberal media treated him when he came out as a Trump supporter. He's going to talk about Tucker and being on Tucker's show. He was on the night before Tucker was fired, and he believes Tucker's monologue the next night was the reason that he was terminated, and he knows what that was. So six o'clock Memorial Building, October twenty third. He's going to come. He's bringing Tucker books to sign. We want everybody to come out and uh, uplift a native Colombian who uh, is now a New York Times bestseller. All right. Okay. Now. And I hope to have him on the show that morning if you'll let me bring him on on Monday. Uh, I, certainly, I think we can do that. Awesome. Uh, what we're talking about, though, is what happened in Tennessee this summer. And yes. like I said, so the, first of all, the Tennessee Three gets expelled. They, uh, you, you know, because of that, they raise millions of dollars millions. In, in campaign funds they go up there they get on tv with biden cnn loves them you know they get the exactly the attention they wanted all because of a, a you know a, the, the republican house shooting itself in both feet and then probably in both hands uh, they just gave him a gift or well, remember they only expelled two of them so well okay yeah and so then and let me mention this right uh, no, quick, no no yeah. let's finish this tale so then fast I'm, forward I'm, I'm gonna be on the tail but Justin and Pearson and Justin Jones were not even known 
until Sexton start abusing his power. That's my whole point. That is my whole point. Exactly. And, Show uh, your butt, and you and get they national would, PR. They would only be known on obscure leftist websites that nobody, you know, this part of the country looks at, you know. Right. And uh, and so, <laughs> fast forward, the governor calls a special session. Should have never have done it, and and it gives these three whack-a-moles a chance to act out more and get more publicity, and so. They, it, it just, you know, what the legislature should have done, the House, the Senate should have, if the governor called a special session, they should have gaveled it into order and adjourned. But instead, they chose to keep on going where they, you know, they they read off a list of accomplishments. They accomplished nothing uh, except to provide a stage for these Looney Tunes, uh, again, the, who would have never been heard of. Uh, it, unless you so seek out these far left Tennessee wacky uh, uh, Looney Tune websites, and, uh, and Sexton continues to abuse his power even in the special session. Sexton he did something the same he's, thing. He's make he made misjudgments on this issue. That that's the most concerning thing to me, Delk, is that I think they were warned that this could potentially happen if you go through with this, and they and they did it anyways. Yes. That's the most concerning thing to me. Yeah. Well, but Sexton is not a dictator. He's supposed to be con- uh, uh, minimal to all people that have oh. input, but he 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 strikes down on Johnson and Jones and Pearson more than anybody else because they have something to contribute to the discussion. Well, and he I mean, won't let the them talk. Tennessee House Republicans are just like you know. Charlie Brown and Lucy in the football. Yes. You know, they, yes. they, they, every time the Tennessee three jumps up and wants to act out and get attention, they respond to them and they give them a stage. And like I said, all you got to do is just completely ignore them. I've, which been is saying, what, I've been saying the same thing about Democrats and Trump for the last two or three years. Well, the Tennessee three and the Looney Tune uh, left in tennessee all you got to do is just ignore them completely and i'm not going to mention their names again now miss york you can all you want you can talk about gloria well, i will i'll keep it in the news <laughs> yeah you, you know they are they're credible Johnson. people they have good <laughs> reputations and they're fighting for oh, a cause oh, for oh, this Lord. state to actually talk about gun reform nobody even scott won't say gun reform when he comes on the show everybody's afraid of that why not sit down and talk about it like wow. civil people? Well, I'm, I, my idea of gun reform would be mandatory junior ROTC in every high school with range training every week. Uh, the um, <laughs> that's, that's a good idea, though. That's what I did. That's not that. That's a bad idea because that's, what you you know when I was on the school board, we voted that ROTC. That's what in I Central did. We high spent school. we spent and it was far to help kids understand some some things in terms of discipline leadership and to uh, that, help them educate themselves well, that's what i did i was in junior rotc i had range training every week and believe you that's me 90 percent of the time was spent on safety right. right i mean on handling firearms safely i mean 90 percent of the instruction was on that we need more of that Agreed. that's right. why kids are dying so much we're not practicing safety yes I mean, the state offers, you know, hunter safety courses and, and training. But that's, and we like had, that we, you know, every, I mean, that was just like, like any, you know, mandatory on range training every week taught by a retired Army sergeant. Uh, 
And so that's the most important thing, the range training, other than leadership, education, discipline, understanding how to manage financially. All, right. well, let's get all back that's to the more important. Three. Now, now, I think so now going forward, Debbie, yeah. going forward, I am not going to discuss these leftist looney tunes that are Good. the Democratic Party in Tennessee. I'm not going to mention Good. their names. Good. Uh, well, they, the, I mean, what, why, why would the governor? Because if we don't pay the session, if we don't I mean, pay, was, and I'm not even going to yeah. tell you what the names of these loony left websites are that okay. in Tennessee, they're Tennessee websites. Uh, if we Tennessee ignore them, holla. if nobody, if we ignore them, uh, nobody's going to know they exist. Yeah. The governor called a session, Debbie, to answer your question because no, I think the, the governor a friend of the governor a friend of the governor's gov- school got killed, and I, it was yeah, a friend listen, of his listen, wife's. Listen, the governor called a special session because he's a go along, get along, trying to make everybody happy, GOPer, and that does not work. His and wife was, was friends with one of the covenant ladies no, that got was, killed. There was no reason to call a special session. The person that killed those people was a a very very mentally ill person okay that's going to come back that it was very personal reasons that she went in there there was not a thing going on that couldn't be it couldn't have been taken up in regular order in january exactly exactly but no it was showboating and trying to go along to get along it was was like lucy charlie brown and lucy you know i mean is is lee a bad governor now is he a bad governor? Well, I've never said that he's a bad governor. I've not talked about that. No, but he I is still not my kind of Republican, Jim. He's not. I mean, he's too. He's every not. every just, time the Tennessee three and the loony left put the football out there, then the Charlie Brown Republicans try to kick it again. That's right. If y'all don't get extreme reactions from le- legislators, then they're not a Republican. They're not. No, GOP. that's not the case, Jim. You're not Reagan Knight. Not, not, not anybody. That is not the case. That is not the case. Lee, Lee had this uh, multi-general uh, g- uh, uh, gender bathroom stuff. So who is the extreme here? I'm not the extreme. That's We have to replace our priorities of where we sit in the middle of these things. It has gotten so far off kilter that we have a Republican governor out here approving girls in sports on a college level and, and, and genderless bathrooms. That's where we are. You, that you hang I, up on one issue. What about no, the totality I, of that's a human being well, like Danny, everybody Danny, else? Danny and, they, and we're going through a transition. We're going is, through a is, transition about is, gender is Bill, in this country. Wait a minute, wait, Clayton. I, I don't recall anything about Bill Lee uh, uh, being in favor of men and women's sports. No, I thought. In fact, I, I know thought, that uh, it's not. It well, was, she comes uh, up with these conspiracies, schools, but it, it was it's still allowed in colleges There's, at the time. I don't so, think. Yes, I, I, don't, a lot I don't think of, that's correct. I think they passed legislation to ban them did, from high school I'm and college. About at the beginning, Clayton, oh, we had to beginning. fight it. Yes, so you had to have your conservative legislature get the things passed because Lee really got really, really, really left of center, <clears throat> and we were really concerned about when he won a second term. Was he going to get more? liberal and then he calls this gun special session we are concerned well and we're I, i'm not gonna throw out the baby with the bathwater i think well, i has been a good governor where it comes from he made a mistake you know okay but but okay. the whole issue is that lee is doing what he thought was right to try to call a special session to try to solve this gun issue in none of the republicans none of them absolutely none of them <laughs> even wanted to discuss it they even wrote him back and say they w- didn't want to have the session 
So so when you take and a so position, why did they have I'm not going to even talk about it. You know, they could have talked about it and come to a conclusion, but they well, didn't even got- want to discuss it. <clears throat> well, the reason they didn't want to discuss it is because their constituents were telling them, don't. Hell, not only no. There were thousands of people that said, we need to talk about it, Dell, in the in the Capitol. Their constituents. Miss York, how do you presume to tell me what the legislative, uh, the, the senators and, and uh how members of the House have told me. I mean, they they have told me that their constituents said not only no, but hell no. That's they right. responded That's right. to the will of their districts. Exactly. And so so aren't they aren't everybody their constituents? Even the well, minorities should be their constituents. They've got defined No, they go by who the majority, who's putting a check in their pocket. That's who they go by, their constituents. Well, they're going by the people who vote them into office. They've got (laughs) districts, and they vote the will of their districts. That's the way it works. Based on the vote of their district. That engages in tyranny. Supermajority engages in Why tyranny. Why is it tyranny to not want to take away people's guns? That's right. Not taking away guns. Gun reform doesn't mean taking away guns. Oh, Bill. yeah, it does. You injustice system, yes. man. You know better than that. It's one bite at a time. Yeah, it is. And that's what they're headed to. Well, They'll yeah, never have enough to they're all so confiscated. Pro, you're anti-people having arms here, but you're I, okay I, with us I, giving you know, what, arms to Ukraine. Every person in the world in Ukraine can get a gun, funded by the American taxpayer. Ukraine, do you know that one cent, one, we only spend one penny of every defense dollar...